And the reason I say that isn't to call them out. It's to help everyone understand that you should not be comparing your reality to someone else's facade. It's a dangerous, dangerous game. I believe this now more than I ever have. Your purpose, your mission, what you're meant to do comes from your deepest pain. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of The Playbook Podcast. Hey. Hey. What's up, happening? Hi. Deep one. Do you you think we should do some questions? I think that we should do some questions. We have some really good ones today. All right. Let's do it. You guys knew this was going to happen. I have to go to the bathroom. Quick, go ahead. ahead. It's a 1% improvement. I'll be right back. Go ahead. ahead. Do it. Go ahead on without me. Yeah, no, no. We're just going to take take off. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm having trouble identifying my unique abilities. How can I determine what they are? Um, could I depend on what others think if I respect their opinion? You definitely can ask other people, but, and Alan and I have talked about this a lot. I think that you have to look at commonalities in your past. It's so, okay. We were talking about Danielle Murr. Now, retroactively, I can look back and I remember thinking to myself, imagine if you could just talk into a microphone for four hours a day and that could be your job. Then we end up interviewing Danielle Murr, who was like, oh, she was uh, somebody that we looked up to. And now I literally get to speak into a microphone for a living. So I think, number one, you have to try a bunch of different things before you realize what you like and what actually fulfills you. And then I think the, the second thing is, Yes, you have unique skills, unique talents, unique gifts. Hello, Alan. Nice to see hey, you Hey, what's happening? I think you also have to check in with like, what have you done in the past that actually fulfilled you? Because if you don't look into that, you're not going to realize what's possible for you. Amy? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> so yes, you can definitely depend on the uh, opinion of people who you trust and they know you well. But I would say look into your past of what's fulfilled you in the past and then do more of that. Fulfillment is a a tell for what your calling is, I believe. Um, If something fulfills you, there's probably clues in it that will help indicate what you're supposed to be doing in the world. Um, Nature is cool. Like, uh, so for example, deer are deer and, you know, rabbits are rabbits. I know I came in and like going off the rails here, but seriously, like we all have a nature and we all have a specific, you know, if everyone was the same, this world would be very boring. You have to look into your past and understand what makes you different and kind of lean into that. In high school, we all want to fit in. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. You need to be you, you know? And, and not fitting in is actually, you're probably more likely to be fulfilled not not fitting in than, than trying to fit in, genuinely. It can be, you can be real. You can be authentic. I think that's another thing too is like, it's it's one of those things. I, I have somebody in my mind right now, and we've talked a little bit about this. We've used this as an example on social media versus real life or reality, perception versus reality. There's a lot of people who they look like they're really happy and they look like they're really fulfilled and they're at a concert and they're at a bar and they're at this rooftop deck partying, but behind the scenes, they're not fulfilled. They're empty 
And they will, if you ask them the right questions, they'll tell you that. Like that, again, that is the benefit, but also the pain point that Alan and I know a lot of people. And there's a lot of people who look like they're living the dream. And when you really talk to them, they're not fulfilled. They're just trying to get through the day. So don't fall victim to that. Don't fall victim to thinking that everybody out there is super fulfilled in leagues ahead of you when there's a lot of people who are struggling maybe to find their thing like you are. And that's okay. How do you find a strong purpose and meaning in your life? Go ahead, Jeff. There's so many different, ask yourself tough questions and actually search for the answers. Um, you have to always be contemplating. I don't think that enough people contemplate. So, and you know why? It's really, really uncomfortable. So when Kevin had his suicidal ideation, you know, on the, the bed in New Jersey and I had the car accident, it forced us to contemplate the way we were living. It forced us to take responsibility of like, honestly, I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. I'm, why? Why aren't I happy? Why aren't I fulfilled? And the key, Amy, you just had an interesting reaction. Is everything good? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the key here is to contemplate. To answer that question, it's, it's like you have to read philosophy. You have to contemplate a lot. Listening to this show is a really good thing. You have to keep searching. I'm more fulfilled at 33 than I was at 32, holistically. Obviously, I still have bad days, but I'm going to be more fulfilled at 34. And the reason why is because I understand myself and my calling at a deeper level. And so I've progressively become more and more and more fulfilled throughout my entire life if I look at the trajectory of it. And that had some some high spikes, some high highs, and some low lows. But generally speaking, the fulfillment trend has been upward based on how much I've contemplated my life, how much I've contemplated where I fit in the economy, in the marketplace, in the world, what my true nature is, being authentic, more and more and more and more authentic. Um, anyone who listens to this show for a long time, I've become much more authentic. And some people will like that and other people won't. And one more piece too, you're never going to find your calling if you're constantly worried about what other people think of you. Powerful. I believe in, this is Evan Carmichael's thing, but I, I believe this now more than I ever have, your purpose, your mission, what you're meant to do comes from your deepest pain. I, I, and again, this goes back to what we were just saying. I've met a lot of people and I've worked with a lot of people and particularly women. And I've heard so many horror stories of the way that women have been treated by particularly men. And that's one of the reasons why Alan and I care about our character so much. I can't be that. I refuse to be that type of person. Um, I've seen a lot of toxic masculinity. One of the reasons I try to be vulnerable, one of the reasons I'm always improving uh, my ability to try to be inclusive and, and Taryn has helped me with that a lot. I think your purpose and your passion come from your deepest pain. Alan and I both grew up without fathers for, for different reasons, but that's one of the reasons we want to be positive role models. We both, go ahead. I would argue that some of that reason is toxic masculinity. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I know that we both have toxic masculinity, I think has, and I didn't realize this until Emilia taught it to me, but like Kev, I mean, let's say that, that between my stepdad and your dad leaving, yeah, toxic masculinity was a factor. I'll just leave it there. Yeah, for sure. And that's something that we're trying to, like if you really think about the stuff that hurts you, and, and re like if you really think about it, uh, what can you and what do you want to do about it? 
there that's part of your mission and your purpose right there. Like Alan and I want to help bring self-improvement to people who need it because if I had self-improvement in my life earlier, I don't know that I would have gotten to the suicidal point sitting on the edge of the bed. I think I would have been doing this a lot earlier. If I had the belief I have now, I would have been able to help a lot more people. And I, I believe that. Like, what pisses you off? What are you excited about? What, what do you see and you cry? I can't watch the commercials where they have the dogs in the shelters. I genuinely cannot watch them. I like, it's too much for me. But I, I love animals so much. So that's one reason I want to have like a, an animal thing in the future. I just what, what do you get super emotional about and what do you want to do about it? That's a good way to, to check in. Who is the most fulfilled person in your opinion that you both look up to and why? Oh my goodness. I would say Gary V. Gary V seems like he just loves just loves life, loves doing what he does and just the way he talks about his level of gratitude and just trying to help people and trying to see other people win, I feel like and again, you you don't really know, right? But I feel like he's probably super super fulfilled. Who else? That's what I would say. I would go with Gary V. Uh, for me, it's Emilia. Um, it's interesting. I, I think Brendan Burchard comes to mind too as someone who seems really fulfilled, not just in success, but in his relationship as well. But Emilia, and but I want people to understand that Emilia lives in some frustration too, a lot of frustration. When when you have big goals and dreams it becomes very challenging. Your life becomes very challenging. There's a direct correlation between challenge and fulfillment. Um, if you're out there and you must be what you can be and you're never settling for less and you're really working hard, that doesn't mean you're, that doesn't mean you're perfect all the time. But like, I think Emilia is one of the most fulfilled people I've ever met and we live together. So I, I, I see the, the truth and she sees the truth about the way I live. That doesn't mean she's fulfilled in every moment. That, but I would say that of anyone I've ever met, she's the most fulfilled. And what's fascinating is that she's the least focused on like making sure everything on social media looks good. It's it's interesting. There's a lot of people that I know that are very unfulfilled who work really hard to make their life look great. And then there's some people I know that are so fulfilled. Uh, one, one client I'm thinking of in particular, unbelievably fulfilled. And we have to really work on like, hey, like, you need to market yourself. Like you need to show some of the wealth and some of the amazing things. So just understand there is an inverse correlation. And this was really hard for me to understand, but it's really important for everyone. And I'm just done like not saying things like this. I just need to say it. There is an inverse inverse correlation between how happy someone looks on social media and how happy they actually are. And by happy, I mean fulfilled. So if someone is working really hard to look super fulfilled online, they most likely aren't actually that fulfilled in person unless they're just really, really good at marketing. Um, but I think it's really important to say that some of the couples that looked the most happy and fulfilled are not. And the reason I say that isn't to call them out. It's to help everyone understand that you should not be comparing your reality to someone else's facade. It's a dangerous, dangerous game. Someone asked me one time what it means to be next level. What it means to be next level is what are you doing when no one's looking? Who are you when the cameras are off? Are you keeping the promises you make to yourself? Are you still virtuous? Fulfillment really is a byproduct of virtue. Virtue is compassion. I don't care what race or nationality or country you're from. It doesn't matter. Compassion is always a virtue. Hard work is always a virtue. 
okay? Arrogance is always a vice. Alcohol is always a vice, no matter what culture. It's a poison. Virtue and vice. Virtue, okay? Whether that's integrity or character or discipline or compassion or gratitude, no matter who you are, no matter what color, no matter who you love or don't, virtue is virtue and vice is vice. And I think that that's really the game we're all playing. Alan gets fired up about fulfillment. I do. (laughs) I dig it. My name is Nathan Schwarman. I'm from Lawrence, Kansas. I've been a client of Alan's for coming on two years now. And I really can't recommend this program enough. Um, Alan's always there for me uh, with great advice uh, and holding me accountable uh, every step of the way. And, and really leading by example, I've grown a lot uh, in his program, but he, he's grown alongside with me. So I'd, I'd really recommend joining up on the program and, and joining the community. Is there an exercise you can give us to understand where we might be out of alignment? Oh, that's a great question. I'm sure Alan has a framework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. So, uh, there's there's something called the pyramid of fulfillment that I created, and that's what the book is based on. Um, and it has five levels. Next level, you, right? So, so there's five levels. The first level is about your body, sleep, hydration, nutrition, training, mobility, like taking care of your body. The second and third level are about your mental and emotional health and well-being. And then the fourth and fifth level is really about alignment with with your calling. It's maximizing your own potential and your greatest level of contribution. So like grow yourself and then contribute with that growth. And so, yes, if you want that, please reach out uh, to us. I can send you it. Christina made an amazing digital asset. It's a pyramid. And the point of the pyramid is that you actually can't, and there's a true north at the top of it, like a star. Um, I have my my necklace around my neck. And that's what it represents, right? So, So if you want to rise to a greater level of fulfillment, you actually have to make the base of the pyramid stronger and wider because the pyramid can't go higher until the base is wider. And what I know happens to a lot of people, and I've been guilty of this too, we make a wider base, take care of our body, our health, whatever, sleep, all that, and then we start to focus on fulfillment and and our calling and we let the body erode. The, The first layer starts to erode out from underneath us. Um, and, and we got to be really careful about that. So it's a holistic pyramid of fulfillment. Uh, and that's what my entire book is based around optimizing for fulfillment. So yes, we have one, please reach out seriously. Um, and if you're listening on the podcast link in the show notes, like reach out, um, I'll send it to you completely free. I second what Alan said. That's, that's my answer. What if you love what you do, but still have a nagging feeling that something is even, that something even bigger is meant for you, but you don't know what it is yet. What should you do? Go ahead, Jeff. Ask yourself the tough questions. Um, reach out to anyone on the NLU team. Everyone has journaling prompts. And you asking the right questions will give you more clarity. But remember, it'll give you more uncertainty at first. Um, what's an example of this? Okay. Uh, what is it that I should be doing in the world? Okay. That question will actually create uncertainty. Because it, it acknowledges like, ah, crap, I don't really know what I'm doing. Nobody does. It's not, it's not I know what I'm doing or I don't. It's I know more of what I'm doing than I used to. Okay, so, so Kevin has his next level target and I have my next level target. Mine is coaching and consulting, speaking and training and podcasting. Kevin's is, I believe, podcast coaching 
podcast speaking. And then what was the third one? It's podcasting, podcast coaching, and then speaking. Speaking. Okay. So, but we are more clear now than we've ever been. We didn't start there. At the beginning, we were like, we're going to start a podcast. <laughs> so ask yourself the tough questions consistently and then realize that like clarity only comes after massive uncertainty. Uh, 26, car accident, tons of uncertainty. On the other end of that is a lot of questions, contemplation, and then clarity comes later. And it's a constant iterative process. I'm not 100% clear. I'm just way more clear than I used to be. Um, and I'll be clearer at 34 than I am at 33 and you know, upward and onward. That's why it's called next level you. There, you there's no end. This is an infinite, infinite game. I think it's important and it's a good shift maybe to, to ask, how do I want to help? Who do I want to help? I think if you focus on service, purpose oftentimes shows itself. And I think part of it is like not putting too much pressure on yourself to say, I should know exactly what I want out of life. Like, okay, you don't know what you want to do. Who do you want to help? We start there. How do you want to help them? Is it financially? Do you want to teach them something? Do you want to support them? Do you want to be a shoulder to lean on? Again, retroactively, it's easy to see, but like I've literally been coaching people since I was like 22. I remember like talking to girls, the girls I was talking to, I used to help. Like I used to coach them like while dating them. It was strange, but I've always been the type of person who wanted to help. Alan saw the Facebook video I did before Facebook videos were a thing, like however many years ago, again, connecting the dots, but who do you want to help and who do you want to serve? Start with that. And then you can always build the vehicle after quickly. I'll tell that story. So 2012, and there's a reason why I remember this too, because I remember you gave a video on Facebook back in 2012 and you said, you don't deserve to be happy by default. You have to earn it. And I remember being like, hell yeah. And I remember like that was way before podcasting. That was what you were talking about deep stuff, hyperconscious stuff long before you even knew. And same with me, by the way, um, anyone will tell you this if they know me well, if you have big goals and dreams, I am someone who will help you achieve them. Like seriously, one of my clients just made 400 grand in six days. Like I will help you achieve your goals. That is my superpower. But if you don't have big goals, like I will be a pain in your butt, like legitimately. I'm not like a great friend when it comes to not helping you achieve your goals. I, it never made sense to me. Maybe I'm weird, but if you don't have big goals, it's going to be hard for me to coexist with you. Well, that's alignment for you. Helping people accomplish goals beyond what they currently are. Exactly. And, and if other people know their calling, and I just want to bring it to them, if you know your calling you'll now have more clarity on who else has that same core value and same core aspiration. So yeah. Okay. Uh, fire, fire around lightning around one, one last question. We'll hammer it quick. The 30 second answer, Jeff. Got it. Um, 30 second answer. See. Oh, my back is broken. Um, <laughs> Put name in right. the spot. If someone truly regrets not having more fun in their life, would pleasure be considered too fulfilling for them? Go ahead, Jeff. No, pleasure is never fulfilled. I'll, I'll give the analogy. Um, this is hardcore and it might trigger people, but it's okay. It's on purpose. Watching porn is pleasurable, but never going to fulfill you. True. Making love to someone you truly love and want to be with is pleasurable, but also fulfilling. You have to optimize for fulfillment. Um, Fun, unique experiences can be fulfilling. 
pleasure in and of itself for the sake of pleasure never really is. And that's why, that's why drugs and alcohol don't really fulfill people um, is because they're just biochemistry and dopamine. And, and there's great books on this. Read The Molecule of More. The Molecule of More talks about dopamine and how cocaine basically excretes a ton of dopamine into your brain. And so like that dopamine wears off. It's a high that never really sustains. Fulfillment's the one thing that can sustain. And so the answer is really be very, very careful with optimizing for fun. If you're going to do it, make sure it's in positive things that actually could fulfill you too. Mm. Yeah, I would second that. I think a lot of people have the expectation that pleasure is going to lead to everything that they want. It's like, that's just not the case. Again, I do like, I try to do 80, 20, 90, 10, but it's pleasurable for me to sit on the couch and watch UFC, but I also got up at four in the morning and worked eight hours before I did it. So I could actually feel pleasure doing it and say, you know what? I am fulfilled because I actually designed a wonderful day. I woke up, I did a coaching call. I did a bunch of work. I went to the gym and hit legs. And then when three o'clock rolled around, I watched something that was pleasurable for me. So I think it's, I think it's a balance like Alan said, but I, a lot of people have it, I think balanced the wrong way because they think pleasure leads to happiness. And that's a whole nother and thing. Kevin and I have been guilty of that too of for many, many years. Genuinely. Of course. Of course. All right, what do you think? We're going to go out of here so I can fulfill my belly with pizza. I think it's time. You dig it? Next Level Nation, uh, as you can see, group coaching number five starts January 4th. Start your new year off and get yourself to the next level. Anything to add, Alan? Optimize for fulfillment. Please reach out if you want the pyramid of fulfillment. And I just had a question. Did I handle? Did I do more than 30 seconds on that last answer? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> did Absolutely. I get it under a minute? What do you think? Uh, no, probably about a minute, <laughs> a minute and 20. You started going I'll down get... the cocaine route, and I was like, oh, no, we're in trouble now. <laughs> we're in trouble. <laughs> Drugs will not fulfill you. 30 seconds. There you go. <laughs> uh, Amy, thank you as always. You're thank welcome. you. Next Level Nation, uh, we love you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for each and every one of you. And as always, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow on whatever episode is dropping. <laughs> Please reach out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.